All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast for uh, the movie Taurus Trap. Taurus Trap. Yeah, this is this is a great movie. I I've loved this for a very long time, and I'm really excited to talk about it. And I I was excited to revisit it. I hadn't seen it since I rented it at a video port. So yeah, no, it's quite some time ago. Yeah. Oh my God, this movie is so awesome. Uh, it's got the rifleman in it. It's got all sorts of all sorts of he nonsense. Is so great. <laughs> he is so good in this movie. Um, I, like this is a movie that I didn't want to do for the podcast because. Uh, Joe Bob did it on the Shutter special. Uh, like Riff Tracks has done it. Like it, mm-hmm. people have have talked about this movie a lot. I also feel it's a movie that probably everybody listening to this right. have, might have already seen. Exactly, it's not like we're turning anybody onto this. Right. Normally, and if you and if you haven't seen this, then do it. <laughs> Jesus, what are you waiting for? <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's way more mainstream than a lot of the stuff that we've been mm-hmm. doing. But man, Jim Wynorski had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, nothing to do with this, which is tragic. Yeah, uh, which shows in the fact that there are the girls. No, there are just, no breasts yep, in this no. entire movie, um, despite it doing that horrible thing where it's like, let's go skinny dipping <laughs> and show nothing. Yes, um, but the movie's so awesome. But, I'll, I'll let that. Slide. Yeah, the movie <laughs> is absolutely incredible. Also, another thing with this movie that's it's it's interesting is it's it's only rated PG. Um, Wait, it, that's true. It's really, straight up rated PG. And the director himself, I was reading, uh, or uh, said that he thinks that it wasn't as popular as it was at the time because of that. Because uh, apparently there was actually supposed to be nudity, and he was too bashful to <laughs> ask the girls to do that. Uh, so I think the skinny dipping scene was actually written for a skinny dipping scene to... Wow. Okay, that would that certainly makes sense. Get that cool sense. R rating to bring in the... The peeps. It shocks me that that movie is not R-rated because it's one of the few movies that actually kind of creeps me out. It is legitimately creepy. The, and the ending of that movie, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't see this movie till I was probably in my 20s when I rented it from Videoport there yeah. when I first moved to Portland. Um, but when I was a kid, I, I, I loved horror movies and my parents wouldn't let me rent R-rated movies. So I would have to go find the horror movies that right. were PG or PG-13, which are pretty far and few between. Yes. So... But if I found this when I was a kid, a 10-year-old, trying to find yeah. a PG horror movie, and they let me rent this, yeah, that would F me up, dude. Yeah, that's what Cameron's <laughs> Closet did to me when I watched that movie when okay. I was a kid. I've got that. I haven't watched that it yet. Movie, like, has, that movie scarred me for life. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, this movie This movie is genuinely it's scary. It's legitimately creepy. It's, it's funny because it is a very well-crafted movie all the way through, mm-hmm. and then there's some glaring errors that... Just I have no idea why anyone would do the slow pans where they don't adjust the frame rate of the of the camera and it just kind of like slow like you can see how weirdly like it's not mm-hmm. high speed film it's like slow mm-hmm. and then they've slowed it down in editing or something when the camera pans really weird it happens like four <laughs> times in the movie and it's it always looks super weird not gonna but, lie never noticed oh <laughs> I mean it's not important the movie yep. is still a masterpiece yep. uh, but it's just it. Those things stick out as just like what this movie is such a high caliber, like B horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's obviously it's not The Exorcist, but it's I mean it's a very high caliber B flick. I would watch this. I enjoy it more than The Exorcist. Oh, I, I, from I a strictly did, fun point. I absolutely agree with that too. Um, yeah, so let's get let's into start it. Start off. Yeah, let's talk about where we're going. Okay, so. Right from the beginning, this movie sets its tone very strangely. It starts off and you have this Spike Jones kind of like, <laughs> yeah, like really, 
crazy nonsense mm-hmm. music. It's very similar to the the music in uh, the Vagrant with. Uh, <laughs> have you seen that? Uh, yes, <laughs> it is. It's it's it, think of that kind of almost like a Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Right. Like you said, Spike Jones with it's, all the. It, it, and it's so this lends to the whole Scooby Doo thing about this whole movie. Mm-hmm. There are two or three moments in this movie that are like I've literally never seen in anything else. I don't want to skip too far ahead, okay. but but man, you know what? Fuck it, I'm skipping way far ahead because <laughs> it's not a plot point. But there's literally a point in this movie where they pretend to be statues. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, I, that that's only in Scooby Doo. <laughs> literally only in Scooby Doo and this movie. Have I seen that? So that's, I think that's pretty great. <laughs> um, and, you know, the eyes moving and following people. Yep. And like everything about I this never, is. I've never thought about it's, that. It's literally just like Hostel meets Scooby Doo for me. <laughs> but, <laughs> like if Hanna Barbera decided it wanted to make torture porn, that would be this movie. Yep. <laughs> um, All right, so we start with Dude's got a flat. He's got a flat tire and he's ripped. Yep. And he's like, shit, I got to go walk to a gas station to get this tire fixed. So uh, he leaves, and his girlfriend is uh, sets up camp waiting for him there. Yes, it's it's already established that she's she's very fancy and prissy yep. and kind of a pain in the ass because she's sitting underneath a a sheet, just sunning herself, mm-hmm. looking in the mirror. Yep. Like, <laughs> and he's like, "I'll go fix the tire, babe. I'll go. I'll go walk four miles into who the hell knows where." Yep. So he ends up finding a. Slossons, Lost Oasis. He winds or, or up. He end see up, what he winds up finding is the the gas station is this service station. Oh, that's which, separate from the which is separate from this. Which was a question that I had. I was I wondering have a too. how close those two things were. But the answer is that there's that that is the thing that's close to the highway, and then when you go past that, then you can go to Slossons, Lost Oasis because oh, okay. that. Being close enough to the highway is how he gets his victims. That's so how the that other was, girl said. And that's she was like, the I just other girl. The I just, gas. Yep. I just oh, went to the gas okay. station. So that's the that's not Slauson's Lost Oasis. That's a that is a gas station near the highway. So does he own the gas station though? I think he just goes there. I don't think anybody owns it. I think it's just it's I think abandoned. It, it's abandoned. Okay. Yeah. So the guy goes to the service center. Yeah, that's what he finds before Slauson's. He uh, rolls this tire there that is clearly not flat. Yep. Actually, no. Uh, a, f- a flat tire will roll like that. True? True, yeah. Okay. Because the tire is rough and rigid. Oh, that's right. Because he didn't actually have a giant he, hole in his tire. No, that, he the was hole taking, was back at the car. Right. Yep. He was taking the... the, uh, the he was taking he the, had the spare with yeah. no air. Yep. So he rolls the spare with no air to the service station there. And uh, well, he goes inside there. And yep. he's just asking for people. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it just goes to crazy town. It goes straight to crazy town. He opens a door, and a mannequin flies out and starts laughing at him. Windows windows open. He's like, shit, I'm going to go out this window. Turns around, the window just shuts. Yeah, he walks into a room, and there's there's an obvious mannequin under a <laughs> under something, and yep. he talks to it like it's a like it's a person, which is a returning theme throughout this movie. <laughs> Eileen, where people, is that you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then just like shit starts falling and like heads start laughing and a mannequin crashes the through the window. Cabinet opens up and cans and knives and everything start flying out. That was flying super, across the room. That was super cool too yep. because a lot of these like B movies you see they'd use like filament wire or something shitty like that. Yep. And in this they were like, well fuck it, we'll just turn the room sideways yep. and just drop the stuff out of the cabinet and it looks great. It looks it's fantastic. It looks really cool. 
Um, but right yeah. off the bat, it's not like anything else. Like it sets the tone for all of a sudden it's just like, okay, this guy goes to this rundown, abandoned, dusty gas station and filled with mannequins. And you're like, okay, everything's rigged on, on, a, on a trick. You know what I mean? Right. But then all of a sudden, once things start shutting and open themselves and things fly, you're like, okay, this isn't a trick anymore. Is this, is this magic? Is this, is he crazy? Is, yeah. Like, well, yeah, because I, I never think the crazy thing, like you keep saying, like, <laughs> is he imagining all of Well, this? that's because when I, when I first watched this movie, like a million years ago, mm-hmm. and I think consequently that several times afterwards, I don't think I ever really got the fact that he was literally psychic because they dropped that little that little hint at the at the beginning where he's like oh my brother he knows all sorts about mechanical tricks and all sorts of things and he can make anything happen and they've got the animatronics going mm-hmm. and all these sorts of things yep and i'm and so you kind of get to the point where it's like is this just a directorial choice where i'm i can't make an actual animatronic I'm just gonna have a guy in a suit so it looks more like a person mm-hmm. I can't actually rig something to throw a bottle so I'm gonna say that there was a mechanism that threw the bottle you know like those kind of things okay. like there were a lot of times I was kind of wondering if he was really psychic or if he was looking at stuff and triggering it and that was like supposed to be the idea but I at this final like really solid watch through it's yep. pretty clear that he has psychic powers psychic powers oh, and he's up. not playing nope. the psychic power card um <clears throat> so anyway everything in this room starts attacking this dude until he gets a, a pipe flies he, out of the cabinet and just stabs him right through the well, back yeah he uh, he grabs he grabs a, a wrecker bar off the ground and he smashes a hole through the door so he's trying to yeah. trying to open oh, the, that's right. he's and trying to open the door from, from the other side, side. Yep. and something's got a hold of his arm and he can't move and then the pipe starts shaking yep. and it flies across <laughs> through him and impales him and you get that cool little like blood drip out the back of it yep and then the in a an incredibly weird scene for me i think that this the scene following it's even weirder which is where they just pan the camera slowly around the room looking at absolutely yep. nothing of any importance look it's cans on the shelf and you hear grunting noises and you, you got to assume it's davy carting the yeah. corpse away but it's still just like <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just like looking at paint cans yeah <laughs> yeah but, uh, it's, but it's creepy and weird it's totally weird and it's uh the atmosphere in this movie is uh, amazing. Killer. Amazing. Like, it's just every scene is just dreadful. And his his mask is uh, shocking mm-hmm. that that's not an iconic mask. Mm-hmm. It's shocking that that doesn't go down right, in, right up there with Jason. And exactly. Yep. It's it is scary as hell. I think the only and there's reason, multiple masks, and it's just like the aesthetic of all those multiple masks is so cool with the giant yeah. jaw. It's and all of that, like the the fact that it all works, where all the mannequins have the jaws that drop oh. and they just open up, <laughs> yeah. huge and look super creepy. Yeah, oh, I love it. I don't know. I don't know why this never got kind of the respect that it mm-hmm. deserved. That PG rating and all of it that could have hurt it because pe- people look it. at that and you're like, oh, that shit's for kids, and they don't go. Yeah, true. And you missed out. You bums. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so the kids now go looking for Jerry. Is that yep. his name? Yeah, so Wait, now that... Mm, no, Woody. Woody. Sorry, Woody. <laughs> no, Jerry's the one that's left over. Yes. Jerry's the me- the law student. Yes, not a mechanic. Not a mechanic. He only <laughs> knows the law. Just uh, a law student. What do um, I know about? <laughs> what do I know about fixing cars? I wish you kept saying that about everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a law student. What do I know about mannequin? <laughs> I'm a law student. Not 
so the kids go looking for him, and they see the sign for Slauson's Lost Oasis. I have a problem with this scene that I noticed. Maybe okay. you did too. Mm-hmm. But they see these signs advertising to the. So they're like, okay, what? And, they, and then they find uh, as they're driving towards it, his they tire. find a tire. But his, like, yeah. And they're like, what? But the tire made it all the way to the service station. Why the hell would? Or how the hell did that tire get all the way back out there? Well, that's the other... Because I think they've already passed the service station, right? Mm-hmm. Like they. But regardless, why would the tire move at all? Like, Good question. <laughs> and as they're continuing on, say they pass the service station and they're continuing to Slauson's, they see a sign saying closed to the public. Yes. They pass that sign. But, like, there's signs advertising the places this way. Why, why would... <laughs> <laughs> why would that close for the public sign make it into the final cut, I guess? That's a good question. I mean, because uh, it's is it creepier. A, is it a boat goof, or is it? Oh no, no, no! It's definitely like I think they're they're definitely trying to imply that they're trespassing. It's the mm-hmm. you know, it's it's the warning that but you he get wants in every... people to go to the museum. Do, or is it maybe put closed because he he stopped? Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that he had stopped running the museum. He was oh, okay. he was done with it. He was like, well, I had to close it after after my wife got cancer and all that stuff and that whole oh, okay. sad story. Um, so they see the, they see the ad, they see the big sign, and then they assume that he must have gone there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're going out and let's see. Oh yeah. That's where the Charlie's angel explains what a tourist trap is. Yep. Yep. Okay. And then she, oh yeah. Then they get almost to the lost oasis or whatever it is to the, the Western museum mm-hmm. and the car breaks down. Yep. So now their car's broken down. And the not a Charlie's angel is like, screw you guys. I'm going to go off into the woods by myself. Yeah. <laughs> and then she discovers the real lost oasis. Paradise. Yeah. And decides that they should all go skinny dipping. I also find it very funny um, that the character Molly, she's dressed all like. Old, the good old, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's old, li- she's like hanging out. Like Tanya with- Roberts is wearing like next to nothing. <laughs> and then she's dressed like a total like Amish butter chair yeah. girl. Like it's like. What? <laughs> I thought it was an interesting an interesting choice because she is. I mean, it's like a really extreme version of that whole "don't have sex or you yeah. die" kind yeah. of kind of thing. And we know she's, she's a good girl, but like, well, I mean, she's the ultimate good girl. Yeah. She's annoying to the point of excruciating. I don't think we should do that. <laughs> oh my god, she's so infuriating. <laughs> Nearing the end of the movie, she becomes just the most irritating character. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's. I think that's the idea is that she's the she's done everything right so she gets to survive. Yep. Even though she's going to be completely insane by the end just like oh yeah. Like Texas Chainsaw where you're like you're probably not going to work tomorrow. What's the point <laughs> of surviving that? You're completely yeah, yeah. bonkers. Bonkers for life. So uh yeah, they go swimming and then that's where we first meet uh Mr. Slauson. Yes. So he comes down, and I love this scene, too, where all, all the girls are just swimming in the lake. When, oh, my God. He just walks over with a shotgun, and he's just, hi, girls, how you doing? <laughs> and then just proceeds to, like, hold a conversation while yeah. staring the whole time, not like, how about you, I'll turn around as you come up and get dressed and talk to me. Like, yeah, no, I'm he's, just going to. Oh, he's clearly, he's clearly being super creepy. Yeah. But he's, that's what's interesting about him in that is he's really, like, he's creepy, but just to the point where I could imagine a person forgiving it. Yeah. Like you don't go, it's impossible for me to imagine a person in this situation, not seeing him as a sexual predator. Cause I can see him just being like, 
older guy, kind of folksy, just kind of like, eh, yeah. whatever. I just wanted to kind of talk about how I hate how the highway moved in. <laughs> and some of, I'm sorry, I got distracted. What were you guys doing? You know, like, just kind of being folksy yep. and, you know, <laughs> whatever. And, and the reason, I, it's got to be, uh, he's got the rifle because he was the rifleman, right? I mean, of right. course. Yeah, what did he have that damn gun for? Or for trespassers? Or I, coyotes that didn't exist. Water moccasins. That, not dark yet. <laughs> oh, not dark yet. So, well, there are some. There might be some early ones. Early ones, yes, yes. <laughs> so, oh yeah, uh, and she's like, oh, who needs bathing suits? That when she goes in to jump in. Yep. She's wearing a bathing suit. Like that. That woman was clearly wearing. <laughs> oh, a bathing oh suit. yeah, she already when was she wearing. She said it. that yeah, she yeah, was a hundred percent wearing a bathing suit. It's a one suit. piece. Yeah. <laughs> like, didn't, okay. Didn't think of that. That was real weird. Um, okay. So, so they all, they all get out of there after he makes some creepy comments about water moccasins, which are, man. So there's a bunch of edits of this movie out there. Oh yeah. Like some real weird ones. Um, I've seen, I'd actually seen two different edits of this movie. The one that I just watched was the longest edit that I've ever seen. Like there's a lot of that scene missing in the, in the full moon version. Yep. The one that uh, that Full Moon released, they cut a bunch of stuff out of it, and it was missing a bunch of uh, kind of important exposition from that part. So I thought that was kind of kind of interesting. Huh. Um, so they walk in, they they accept his offer to come back to his house. Yep. Because they can't figure out to get his tools. Yes, he could fix a car. And and one of them comes out with the literal worst thing that you could possibly say to someone when you're walking into their house where did you get all this junk <laughs> yeah. yeah you live like a trash man what the fuck is wrong with you hobo um so that was that was really like ah getting off to a good start there with everyone i mean does he give them beer or soda he gives them beer it out of the beer. pepsi out uh, of the dr pepper machine he there? says beer and he, he says gets beer okay them. yeah so i assume they're all they're all doing that. So he's like, yeah, drink beer, girls. Drink just, drink just beer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so this this was where he tells the story about him getting, his brother getting hired off. Yeah. That's why his brother isn't around. And he shows him this uh, really cool, like what, Civil War? Yeah, I think it's General Custer yeah. and somebody else. He hits a switch and music plays and the whole thing comes alive and shoots a gun. and. Yep. What? And was, he explains that... Was it a person in a suit doing that? Uh, yeah, I assume so. It looked great. It did. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's no way they had... Unless they had an animatronic for it just existing. They yep. didn't pay for it, I'm sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was cool. Um, then you get... Oh, that was when he... So now he's going to go fix F- the car. Find alleg- Jerry. Yep. Yeah. Allegedly, they're going to go go fix the car. So he makes the girls all wait there. So they should all wait there, but one of them refuses it, to wait. And he t- well, well, first he tells them that the house down the uh, is where Davy lives, right? This was confusing well, because he said Davy got hired away from him. Right. But then well, he's like, "That's where Davy lives." Well, hold on. So he says, he says to her, "He lives in the museum." Right. He's like, "I live in the museum." Uh, and she's like, "Well, who lives up there?" And she's like, he's like, "Oh, that's where Davy lives." And then he kind of like corrects himself. He's like, "Davy Crockett, you know, <laughs> he couldn't be around old General Custer here. The two of them were getting oh. in fights." So he kind of corrects himself to be like, "And Davy, uh, if, if you haven't seen this, and uh, is, is his brother? That he his talks brother about. is Davy. His but, brother builds all of the machines and mannequins. Yes, that we see. It's probably not. I think." Everyone 
who's listening to this has seen it. So <laughs> there's no there's no reason to not spoil the fact that he and Davy are pretty much the same person. Yeah. He is impersonating his They his, are the same person. Well, <laughs> he killed his brother. Yeah, okay. He, yeah. And he killed his wife. Yeah. Uh, and he is taking over for them and basically like he's impersonating his wife, he's impersonating his brother and that's yeah. It's extended Bates syndrome. <laughs> like he's lots of people. Um so, but there's no phone there at the house because he's got nobody to call. He's got no phone. So, so Eileen, I think her name is, is like Eileen. Like he tells him to stay there, and she's like, "Fuck that! I'm going to I'm going to Davy's house. He has a phone." Yeah, maybe Davy's maybe Davy's got a phone. He's maybe hiding. He's got somebody to call. And also, she's like, he's hiding something. So she wants <laughs> to go investigate. Yeah. She wants to she wants to sleuth him out, which seems like a terrifyingly dangerous idea. <laughs> the creepy old man in the woods. But, uh, so... She goes off on her own into... Into Davy's house. house. And, uh... Which is also filled with mannequins. <laughs> and it, the first mannequins that look like people. Yep. Like, his... The dad and mom that are sitting in that living room are legit creepy. Yep. Uh, the dad looks just like Dave Berg from Mad Magazine. Like, <laughs> the, the lighter the, side, the lighter side looks of... Like that guy. Um, and, yeah, super creepy. And she is not phased at all yep she's like huh <laughs> these super realistic mannequins are moving this one has a scarf i think i'll take it but yeah and then she's like i'm gonna steal the scarf yeah it you know what i'm glad he psychically strangled you you know that's what you get for stealing scarves off his creepy mannequins um but yeah so she she goes in She's in this room. She steals a, a scarf, mm-hmm. and then Davy comes in behind her. And because he's wearing that dumb Gilligan hat, yeah, that his <laughs> like, she's like, "Oh, th- that must be you, Jerry." You know, it you makes ga- sense. You gained a hundred pounds and like <laughs> a foot of height, but you know, it's that's pretty much you. Yeah. And also, you're wearing a horrifying mask. It's terrifying. A li- like just terrifying. It's uncomfortable to look at. Like <laughs> it it's really spooky. is. It, it's unlike anything that I've ever seen mm-hmm. before in a horror movie. It's a hundred percent original. Yep. Just, just mind alteringly horrifying. So he starts uh, doing his psychic thing there. And, and uh, that red scarf that she pulled off that mannequin was her undoing. Cause he, yeah. he ends up making the, the ends of it pull away while yeah. and strangling her psychically. It's, it's so neat. And speaking of the, yeah. And again, speaking of like the, the filament wire and all that stuff, there's so much of that kind of gag mm-hmm. in this movie yep. where magic hands. You are, don't see it. You don't see it. It's <laughs> really good. Yep. Like didn't that was one where it's like you always see it. Like I was that, looking for it. That kind of a <laughs> gag is like impossible yep. to pull off. And that looked great. Yep. I wonder so, how they did that. I actually do wonder how they did that. That was <laughs> yeah. Really cool. Um, so where are we at now? Uh, we've got the, uh, she just got killed. Yep. So then we go back to the girls at the, uh, waiting at the museum, right? Yeah. he shows back up alone without Jerry. Yes. They're, they're ogling, uh, his dead wife. Yes. Who in mannequin form and Mm -hmm. poking her and whatnot. Uh, so Slauson says that Jerry went back to town with the truck and that he walked back. Yes. That's his that's his excuse for Jerry not being there. <laughs> is oh Jerry took the truck and I decided I'd just hoof it back to town. Yes, you know, with my horrible limp and all that. <laughs> Whatever. Um and so they finally realize that Eileen is gone. Uh and then they go then they go look for her at Davy's house. Yes. 
So, <laughs> now, Wait, doesn't he go look for her? Because he's pissed that she left? Yes, he does. Yeah. He pretends to go look for her okay. or, or whatever. Yeah. But then they go look for her as well. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, and you've got, who's left now? Molly. Molly's and... definitely left because she's pawing through yep. his uh, through his photo book. Molly and uh, Charlie's Angel. No, Molly and Charlie's Angel are there. And they're pawing through the photo book and they realize that that's, they come to realize that that mannequin, mannequin is his wife. Is, or looks like his wife, yeah. but then they poke it, and they're like, oh, it's so it's creepy, fleshy. it's like flesh. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yep. And then they, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, oh, that's right. This is, this. so they determine that, like, uh, the two of them finally leave after waiting around for mm-hmm. a while. And they go looking for the two, and they assume that because there's a light on, and they think they heard Eileen laugh, laugh, that, oh, they're up doing it in one of the rooms. We got to go surprise them. Let's go climb the trellis and and spook them. Yep. And And Molly stays behind, right? Good girl decides that that is not a thing that she's going to do. We shouldn't be in there. You have no right being in the house. (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. I mean, of course, she is the one who survives, so Mm -hmm. she might have had a point. Go for her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... Yep, uh, they go in, she finds an empty room, except, you know, empty except for full of dummies, and she continues to assume that her friends are these dummies, because mm-hmm. she's not very smart. Yeah. <laughs> and then she does the, like, I know this wasn't actually made by Full Moon, it's just distributed, but man, mm-hmm. they do the Full Moon thing that is like the worst trope in Full Moon movies, where he'll fill like 20 to 30 minutes of the movie with just characters saying the name of another character and then saying it's not it's not scary anymore you're not frightening me yep. or you are frightening me or you got to stop you're scaring me but Ma- we still we still love you full moon <laughs> bill tom <laughs> yeah steve okay guys it's not funny anymore jokes over jokes over <laughs> yeah uh, okay so and that was the so right up to here you're still kind of wondering if he's if he knows that he's not davy mhm because he's so convincing. But we have we also don't know that yet that there isn't two of them. True. I mean, but in retrospect, even I'm yeah. still wondering if if his craziness is that when he puts on the mask, he's straight then, up Davy. Yeah, and then yeah. once it finally gets torn off, he's double crazy because he's like, ah, you've taken away all of yep. my my protections. <laughs> so he's he gets extra crazy once he loses it. Um, I don't know, but. So, blah, 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 blah. Oh, this is the next Scooby-Doo part. Because you get, she's in this room. She's like, ah, it's just yeah. mannequins. And then she walks out and he menaces behind her like a shadow, mm-hmm. not actually attacking yep. her, just being creepy behind her, like a totally Scooby-Doo villain. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, so, da 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 She's around. Oh, yeah. She's got the flashlight stalking around the house. And then she just keeps wandering until eventually a pile of mannequins falls on her. Pours out of the closet. Yes. (laughs) And, you know, with a weight. All singing. All singing. (laughs) With a combined weight of maybe 25 pounds. Yeah. You know, and she is just crushed under the force of this. The shot of the mannequins looking down at her when she's oh on the ground, my though. God. Holy shit, it's terrifying. It is terrifying. <laughs> I used to work at Macy's, and <laughs> so this is really like, that's one of those like nightmare scenarios. Mm-hmm. You're just like, ah. 
I remember going through those back rooms and just what being full. What the hell did full. you do at Macy's? I was a mannequin dresser at Macy's. <laughs> yeah. I almost died hanging a pencil when oh, back to fact. school. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> they hang these pencils. Uh-huh. Uh, so, like, 40-foot high ceilings. I was up on, yeah. like, a 40-foot high ladder. Like the uh, giant prop pencil thing? Yeah, so they okay. had these big... Yep, yep. <laughs> big <laughs> shitty plastic pencils from back to school and they hung on hooks like there were these big long metal hooks that would go into the ceiling mm-hmm. and then into the other part and because I was broke I was working at fucking Macy's so of course I couldn't <laughs> afford real clothes uh, my jeans had a big hole in them and it grabbed my ankle like the little hook yep and grabbed my pants and I stepped back and then my leg didn't go and I Oof. almost fell backwards off a 40-foot ladder hanging a fucking pencil Pence, for Macy's shit. back to school. A, that was almost how I died. That's a final destination death right It there. really was. <laughs> like, it, oh, God. That, it's like, what's going to kill you? This giant pointy pencil? <laughs> <laughs> close up of the holes in your pants? The, the dangling chain? Yeah. Close to a big ladder? Well, I mean... It would have all been worth it if the pencil fell and then embedded itself in oh, my yeah. chest. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what would have happened. I'm glad it didn't. But, but you know, if I'm... You know what? In the future, if that's how I go, I'm not going to feel bad. That's a good way to go. That's a memorable death. Yes. <laughs> okay. That really... I have no idea what's going on now. <laughs> I'm just shocked that you were a mannequin dresser. <laughs> I know. Listen, I man. was a security guard once. Really? Yeah. Man? You picture that shit? Yeah. I can't. Reminds me of the movie Hobgoblins for some reason. Mm. <laughs> so, oh, all right. So, uh, so we get the, uh, she gets squished under the mannequins. Yep. And then they're there again. And then she grabs the, the hand and she bonks him on the head. Yep. She gets one bonk. And one she's bonk. Like, He's totally dead and does that fucking horror movie thing. And of course gets caught. And now we're panning around the some sort of workroom basement. We're in the basement, right? Yes. And that's that's where we find out that uh, Jerry's still there. Jerry's tied up against the staircase. Yes. This is one of the weirder scenes for me. I don't oh, yeah. know if you noticed, but th- one of the weirdest parts of this is, did you see Chuck Connors under the sheet? Not that I recall. As like, you, like the, first, the first thing you see is like mm-hmm. a translucent sheet. Okay. As you're going in, yeah. and there's a figure under it, and it's Chuck Connors. Like, I'm 98% sure it okay. was him under the, like, just making a blank face like he was a mannequin. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't... But doesn't he come down the stairs? Yes. I Like, it, did he make one of himself? Is that his brother? Okay. Like, that's what I was confused by, or is it just something weird to be kind of spooky that you weren't supposed to see? I or, didn't notice it, yeah. So weird. I did not understand that one bit. But so you get these little creepy dripping noises and yep. all this gross stuff in the basement. And there's a new girl that we've never seen before tied to the table. Yes. Jerry's tied to the stairs. And uh, new Be- girls to the table. Becky, I believe, is the name of the Charlie's Angel. Uh, sure. That, yeah, let's, let's call her. Let's just it. call her Becky. She's tied up on the floor. Uh, and the the good girl is still wandering around aimlessly in the, the museum. <laughs> Seriously, like, what the fuck must she be doing? I hate her so much. <laughs> She's been gone out so of the much. picture for like at least half an hour. I, still, if you're talking like real time, like and exactly. everything is going on. She's just like still standing by the damn Dr. Pepper machine. In the, People in have the... passed out and woken up and passed out yeah. and woken up. I mean, it's got to be like 
eight hours later. And she's still just like... Boop, boop, boop. And still she finds it interesting to poke at his dead wife's mannequin and like pretend to wear her clothes kind of. Mm-hmm. Like she, she drapes the clothes over her arm and she's being weird. God, what is her deal? Um, so yeah, and so now we get this this scene that's like the... I was saying earlier, I feel like this is like the blueprint for torture porn. Yep. I didn't even think about that, but I, uh, I can see but it. But it's really just like... it's it's like saw and hostile and all those movies, like just this one little scene of him asphyxiating this woman on the table. Mm -hmm. It's very disturbing. I mean, it is, it is. This movie also has extremely, it's extremely disturbing without gore, without like the sadism of saw. Like I feel, uh, except that I feel like the sadism right here. Yeah. I think everything was fine except for him talking to her about how her heart's going to explode. Yep. And how but, she... but what I mean is that was more visceral than the whole kind of right. just like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep cutting you slowly or cutting like physical. Right, like right, it, right. Was, it was straight up just, just like he was putting this plaster all over her face and he's like, soon you're going to suffocate, but your heart will burst from terror before you get to suffocate. And it's yeah. just like, Jesus, fuck, dude. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> this got dark. It, very, very, very disturbing Rated scene. Rated PG. I, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. That is, like, that's so much worse than most horror movies that mm-hmm. I can think of. But, but, I mean, when you think about it, the movie doesn't have nudity. It doesn't. I can't really think about... I don't think they swear that much at all. No? If, if at all. The gore, that little blood in the pipe in the beginning. The uh, knife in the back of the head. But there's no blood. No blood. The only blood you see is in the beginning with the pipe and when um, yeah. Slauson gets hit at the end. That's, that's why the rating system is bullshit. Yeah. Shit. It's like, they're just like, well, we didn't see any boobs or blood. PG. PG. Like, <laughs> there you go. Have you, send your kids to it. Exactly. Send your kids who will literally who never recover from this. atmosphere and creepy masks and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, now you're one of us, he says after he yep. puts the thing I on. love his voice so much. His, his killer yeah, voice you're is... You're so pretty. Why don't you like me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. And now, uh, fucking Jerry. So this is when Jerry has been, he's been chewing on, been chewing his rope <laughs> forever, gnawing on his chains, like, or his ropes, like a, like a rat for mm-hmm. the last, I don't know, three hours, probably Got to it. get through a strong rope like that. And he's uh, been chewing for three hours. Uh, Molly's <laughs> been walking in circles for three hours. And he finally gets, he gets free and whizzes his chance with fucking... astronomical speed. Yep. Just like, I mean, to be fair, that dude versus Chuck Connors, even as an old man, I mean, Chuck's a big-ass dude. Yeah. Like, he, he cuts a real leather face. Yep. Like, that's, that's a scary guy. And then, and then he ends up, well, here's another thing. We were talking about the powers. What exactly are the powers? He totally lifts up Jerry with one arm, like, you know, Michael Myers, fucking supernatural style, like. I mean, supernatural, you, or he's just that strong. You can't do that, though. Yeah, if you're pushing him up against a wall and you use your body to brace him, you yeah. can. Yeah. One arm? Yeah, I think so. I couldn't. Not with these noodles. I think you could. <laughs> <laughs> I have faith in you. You know what? Let's go on a good old-fashioned killing spree and see what we can do. All righty. All right. <laughs> I'm looking for very tiny people so I can pull this <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got... a tiny lookout. <laughs> All right, so he drops the key just to fuck with Davy. Yeah, oh, that was cool. That was good. And then when then when he tried not to fuck with uh, Jerry. Oh, sorry, sorry, yep. Jerry. And when Jerry reaches for it, he's like, shh, psychic moves it. And then he starts explaining his amazing psychic abilities. <laughs> I love the uh, thing, too, too. 
Oh, my, my brother makes me wear these masks. <laughs> he doesn't want me to use my powers, but using my powers feels good. Feels I like it. <laughs> he makes me wear these masks because I'm so handsome. Yeah. He doesn't want his wife to see how attractive I am. Yeah, sure. That's the reason. <laughs> You just keep telling yourself that, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, this whole time he's like, you see these uh, super detailed, like beautiful mannequins that are perfect and all this stuff. And And slightly moving. And slightly moving and sentient. (laughs) And he's... uh, and he's painting this that face that he's <laughs> yes, made the, the whole time. Face of the dead and it's girl. like and you're supposed to, you know, you've already established that he's this amazing master mm-hmm. master painter. And he turns it around and he's like, Look at how pretty it is. And it's just like he's like slapped paint in like four places. <laughs> it totally looks like when he when we did the masks in high school <laughs> and there was always some kids that just didn't care or they just weren't good. And the master's just like, Rip, here's a fucking star yeah, and like there a you go, blotch dick. of yellow here on the side. <laughs> Doesn't she look so pretty? <laughs> oh, so bad. Oh, oh my god. Okay, so now now we're back to Molly, who is so goddamn stupid. She is walking alone, a voice whispers her name, mm-hmm. and she's like, Hey, someone's there. I can hear you. Yeah, yes. Yes. Yes, that's the point of calling that's why your they name did dumbass. Molly. That's why they said Molly, you dumbass. <laughs> god, you incredible, thick idiot. Uh, <laughs> I so don't have this Molly hate that you do. Oh it's my hilarious. god, it's so irritating. She didn't bother me. <laughs> and she, but she made all the right choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns I out. I gotta respect that. I'm, that's fair. <laughs> so, uh, so our our creepy guy comes up and he has a severed head with him. This my favorite. And this is the best. Yep. <laughs> so he's got he's got a mask he's, head. He's what? It's like. He's got somebody's severed head inside a inside a mannequin head, I assume. Okay, maybe it was who that. knows? Maybe it it's just, just a mannequin mask. head. Yeah. Maybe it is just that. <laughs> but he goes, "Come and meet my friend." <laughs> and then the mannequin's head opens up, and it just goes, "Oh!" <laughs> And he just starts chasing her. Okay. But by by chasing, I mean walking slowly and still catching up with her. Yes. But here's what's important that I thought was awesome because I watched it with the subtitles on. Okay. So I would never have picked this up otherwise. When he's running... The mask is talking. Yeah, it is, and he's talking. I yes, never yeah, I noticed that, that too. The mask is just oh, well, it's no, it's saying it's, Molly or like oh, it, it has like dialogue. I just it was going, oh. No, but it you has can definitely hear two voices at the, once. Yeah, which leads which leads credence to the, the powers or yeah, two or amazing it? psychic ability yep. thing. So yeah, super weird. <laughs> and then he throws the head at her, <laughs> and it lays on the ground, and then turns and then it up. turns. Oh! <laughs> That, yeah, man. It's so fucking good. Yeah, so good. Uh, but so now she's just like, she's running and she's falling and she's like, I'm going to get away. Mm-hmm. And then she sees headlights and she's like, well, whatever this truck is, I'm going to instantly trust it because I'm a fucking idiot. Well, dude, if you're getting chased by a lumbering guy in a mask with a screaming head, I guess wouldn't maybe. you just run to whatever isn't that? Maybe like, any port It's probably not a lumbering guy in a mask driving this truck. <laughs> so it's just like, I'm going to go to this truck. That's fair. Maybe any port in a storm. Yeah. Maybe maybe this is post-scream, assuming that you've got two people doing the same crime mm-hmm. thinking in my head. But, uh, man, I would not trust anybody at that point. I think I would. I would definitely run to that truck. I'd run to whatever was... I mean, there's not... 
the amount of baddies is less than the amount of goodies I feel in this world. Like, they're, well, yeah, that's you get true. a better chance of finding a good person than a baddie. Right, exactly. And you've already got the baddie. So, oh, like, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm it's, gonna... <laughs> it's one to a thousand. Yeah, of like... <laughs> exactly. But uh, I love it in the truck. So it's, it's Slauson driving the truck. Right. Which is quite the fast turnaround. That is a chasing real her through the big woods move. To driving the truck. Um, but she jumps in and, and then she was like, <laughs> I love it. She was like, I was being chased by this guy. And Slauson's like, oh, yeah. What kind of guy? He's like, he was wearing a mask. He's like, that's my brother. But, yeah, he slams on the brakes. But they're like the only fucking people that live out there. Like, who else would who the else man be? Been? <laughs> but until she says the mask, that's when he's like, yeah, could <laughs> only my brother wears that mask. Yeah. And then it didn't even. And then she's like, what kind of mask was it? She's like, it looks like a, a doll. And he's like, yeah, he's trying to be me. Like, he's always wanted to be me it's when like, I was pretty, with nice hair. And it's just like, <laughs> that doll mask didn't look that anything like you. doesn't look like him, no. I, that story I'm not 100% sure on. Like, that, that whole, like, why the he wears... The brother jealousy stuff for the... Uh, I mean, obviously he had to make up... He's making up a story to protect the fact that he has killed these two people. He doesn't yeah. want... He's, like, he, he's putting away this... Like, he doesn't want to have to think about the fact that he's killed his brother and his wife. Yeah. So, so he's making up stories, and I guess that's probably the deal, is that he's just but the, of... But the Davy character says, my brother makes me wear these masks. And then the Slauson character is just like, uh, he's always wanted to look like me. So he's, they've got these conflicting... The two yeah. personalities have a conflicting story about what, what, why the masks and the... It's what true. Each person fe- it's, it's really neat. It is. Uh... <laughs> Okay, so... I'm no therapist, but I would therapist that. <laughs> yeah, that would be good therapy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, so they go... So this plan, this amazing plan, he knows, uh, somehow he knows that Davey's attracted to the radio. <laughs> this what is, the hell? This is one of the weirder plot points in the movie. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to go back to the house and turn just, on the radio. He that, always comes to the radio. This <laughs> comes to the radio. And she's like, okay. <laughs> oh, no. At first, she's like, I don't want to go back to that house. I don't, right, exactly. But she eventually acquiesces. He's like, no, don't you worry about it. It's fine. I'll just go in. I'll turn on the radio and we'll go get the police. And, and then what, yeah, what were they going to do once they turned the radio on? Like, Everything about this is, this, this plan like, is so convoluted. He's he, a killer. We don't want him there, but well, we're going to no, lure him there. The idea, what he said was he didn't want Davy to die in a hail of bullets. He's oh, going to go get the police. Okay. Yep. He wants him to come back to the house. He'll get the police. He'll knock they'll, him out with a mannequin hand. You know, Wait they'll, for the police. Exactly. They'll take care of it. They won't, you know, he won't die in a hail of bullets. So, but this this plan is so bonkers convoluted. Like, his his actual plan. Because he's he had to run out to that truck, mm-hmm. change his clothes, get in the truck, drive in, and then leave his clothes in the house for the the costume for the leather yep. face type costume okay. and right. so he had to be like i have to go here so he goes there and he's like but here have the gun which has had blanks in it he had to plan to have blanks in the gun mm-hmm. i want you to stand outside of the truck because that also because i want to sneak up behind you yep I, don't sit in the truck don't sit in the truck <laughs> jesus everything about this is like there are so many points. <laughs> I'm going to go this in and turn on the radio wrong. and come back out. Uh, you don't stay in the truck when I do this. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, everything about it. Nonsense. And the one thing he didn't plan for was the fact that the gun is still a weapon after you discharge yeah. the two planks. Which was great. Um, that was a good So moment. yeah, he pops up in a full costume there. And I can't, I can't remember what he says or or says anything. Or, he doesn't say anything. I and think. she shoots him and twice with this shotgun. And then he's just like, you just shot me. With, with blanks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. gloating about this? Like, did, did, is, is he proud of it? Like, I'm so clever. I yeah, gave you exactly. Blanks. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, he's he's messing with her, and mm-hmm. then, but for some reason, he doesn't see the possibility that yeah, she's going to so turn. So, great. The... so she shoots him twice. He says there are blanks, and then she just whaps him side the head with a shotgun. <laughs> he goes down, and that and rubber mask then turns into a plas- clay, clay plaster mask, shatters. whatever. And that's when we learn that Slauson, that Davy is actually Slauson, is if you could not figure that out. Yes. I, I was wondering, so in the beginning of the movie, they even credit Davy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this. This was a weird move. Uh, it, it seems like it would be difficult for this to pay off. But at the beginning, it's like, and Davy, uh, and introducing Slegfed Slurflum or whatever. Oh, yeah. They as give Davey. some random name as Davy so, so that it's like, aha. You know, if you knew Fooled who... You. Like, yeah, but nobody knows who Davy is going in, so they're not going to remember that name by That's the time funny, you get yeah. an hour in, and you're like, "There was a mystery." Uh, oh yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> it, it was a cool idea, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they did it. I thought it was kind of neat. I also feel like the this has become a trope over the years in the movies, like Fight Club and uh, High Tension, and. Um, the shit, Shutter Island or whatever the hell that was. Oh yeah, Which where there's where there's always where there's always somebody. It's just like, yep, they're they're the same person. Or, oh yeah, yeah. yeah oh. Or this character is imaginary. Right. So I feel this might have been. This was way ahead of its time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be fair, that it's all based on Psycho. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. But this is this is just. I mean, this really is just Psycho combined with Scooby Doo, <laughs> <laughs> Psycho Dooby Doo, and and Texas Chainsaw because he's. I mean, he's even wearing the same suit as mm-hmm. uh, Leatherface. Leather with his party suit, with his top hat. Oh my god! Don't I look good in my suit? <laughs> the, the scene where he shows up with the top hat. Yeah. Wow. Spins around. And you just think that this movie couldn't be any more bonkers. Oh, I want to be this guy for Halloween. I think you probably should. Um, okay. Now, okay, so now she escapes again. Mm-hmm. She runs off after bonking him on the head with a shotgun. Just once. Just one time. But that's he... when we find out, yeah, he hits her in the, in the, in the head with a shotgun. He falls, and the mask all crinkle crumbles mm-hmm. into, like, a broken plate. And that's when she finds out that it's sloss in there. Yes. And so she runs off. She's like, and... oh, shit, I'm not going to hit you again while you're down. I'm out of here. And she goes <laughs> off, and she finds out that... He wasn't joking about the water moccasins. Yep. Because she's like, she goes into a stream, she falls into a stream, <laughs> and the first thing she does is put her hand on a big rubber snake that she throws mm-hmm. up in the air. And it's like, oh, shit. That was not, I, I thought that he was just messing with them. But nope, that was a water moccasin. And then this one part bugged me, even though it made sense. Uh, when she's in the water, uh, Slauson comes out from behind her in the water. It just pushes her down into the water. Yes. It's, it's a creepy scene, but at the same time, Slauson's not wearing a mask when he does it. And it's like, I felt like it would have been so much, because he just got it shattered. You yeah. know what I mean? But I mean, I thought, I thought it would look so much cooler if it was one of those masks. They were up. both making the craziest face oh, I've yeah. ever seen in my life. Like, the two of them were mugging like mm-hmm. nutballs. 
but and also, how long do you think Slauson was holding his breath in that lake? Yeah. And how much weirder of a movie would it have been if he died of a water moccasin bite? <laughs> like before he managed to get. To, like, well, he was he was actually real... he was actually breathing from a scuba tank he planted under the that like that was all part of his plan oh, too. Oh God! And he would have gotten away with it too. <laughs> and there were the the holographic projectors and. <laughs> Oh, it was just a sheet that had. To... Uh-huh. Cool. Oh, I'm that's telling you, awesome. it's Scooby Doo. Yes, it really is. Uh, okay. So he, so he, dr- oh. he drowns her, or, or we think he we fades think, to black. We assume that he drowns her, and then we come back inside and... to the craziest scene in mm-hmm. the fucking movie. <laughs> this scene is insane. This is the one where he's with his fake brother, with the the marionette of his brother, the dummy, and they do, like, wacky music is playing. This is absolute comic relief. Yeah. And... Hey, brother, would you like some crackers? Yes, I'd like some crackers. (laughs) Oh, he won't respond unless he has the mask on, too. Oh, yep. He had the mask off, and he was, like, not doing anything, and then he was like, oh, hold on, puts on the mask, and he's like, oh, now I'm talking to you. Oh my god! And then they do this like crackers and soup bit that sounds like who's on first. It's yeah. like who's on first being done by Ed Gein and like a dead family <laughs> member. It's like so. I like the crackers. The crackers are good. <laughs> yeah. So that's oh my god. That and he feeds scene. his marionette brother crackers until his head pops until off. And that and that was the punchline. Yep. And he's like, like oh, I gotta fix that. Gotta, <laughs> it's, it's timed. Like comedy, the mm-hmm. whole thing, it's boing, but burp, burp, burp. Yep. And I have to admit, I did laugh out loud. Oh, yeah. When the head, fo- when the head popped yep. off, I was just like, this is so insane. It's comedy, but at the same time, it's so batshit crazy, too. So you're just like, you're... You just It's uncomfortable, is, it's hilarious, all at the same you time. You watched this man asphyxiate a woman mm-hmm. while he was talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, wearing a horrifying mask... <laughs> And then it's like, don't worry, here's the funny part. It's yeah. Like, no part is going to be funny after mm-hmm. that. There's nothing he can do that's going to be hilarious and lighthearted. But there you go. Okay, so... Oh, Uncle Slauson. <laughs> so this is, uh, this is where we find out that Molly didn't drown. Nope. She's just tied she's to tied a... Up. She's tied to a bed. And, uh, and, you know, now he brings in his brother Davy to entertain her. Mm-hmm. So the two of them get to do their little shtick with, <laughs> with her. Mostly it's just uh, Davy jumping out of the chair and frightening her. And yep. that's about all he gets to do. And then stays there kind of half moving a lot. <laughs> Hovering. Yeah, like a Halloween store prop. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so, uh, so but now Jerry and uh, the Charlie's Angel break out. Mm-hmm. I guess we're calling her Becky, I think. Sure. I'm not sure that that's her real name, but We'll call her Becky. It is now. Uh, yeah, so they break out of the basement, leaving every single implement of destruction <laughs> behind they them. they could use. It's like yeah. an entire basement full of blunt objects. And they're like, ah, oh, should I take that lead pipe? Nah, probably not. Yep. Not going to need that. Uh, and so <laughs> they and get it, out I of there. F- I find this weird, too, because Jerry just straight up disappears for the longest time. That's the thing. Okay. That's that's what we find out later. That's that... the big spoiler at the end. That's where he went. Oh, okay. So when when Jerry disappears, he gets killed. Yep. And he gets turned into a marionette, okay. but it's a very realistic one that yep. she can't tell the difference of. Okay. So uh so he gets he basically like 
they do that Scooby Doo part where they they sneak into the hallway yep. and then they and pretend, there's all these mannequins and they're like oh shit he's coming so they just freeze with they all the freeze other mannequins like Scooby and Shaggy in every Scooby Doo episode and pretend to be statues <laughs> but it's so obvious like she's standing right there and the dude like looks right at her he's like nope, nope. Mm, guess that's just one of my yep. mannequins I made that's probably just a mannequin not the girl I'm looking for <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was great um. So then they and, then they run away. Jerry does his own oh, stunt here, which is great. He does, but but before this, mm-hmm. we get a look at one of the creepier scenes as well, which is him interacting with his fake robot parents, with his weird oh, mannequin yes, parents. Yes. He's playing, playing with, with dolls, dolls on the ground there, and he looks just like Boogie Boy from Devo. Yep, like he's just like sitting on the ground playing with dolls, looking super creepy. That's right. And they walk past and the door, and he's just like they're like Scooby-Doo sneaking past the door and then they pretend to be and he talks to his mother there too where he's like yes did you just hear something and and then you stop fidgeting so much (laughs) (laughs) and and he's like he doesn't listen to her which is sad I was Mm -hmm. like you know he's a bad boy yeah seriously don't be like that naughty 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 (laughs) all right uh, so he jumps through the window and then runs off in one direction. Well, I love that shot, too, because after he jumps out the window, he meets him outside. And, he, yes. and he's like, you're not going to get away from me. But then at the same time, Becky's walking right, behind she... her, behind him. And he's like, but then he sees her, too. Yep. So he manages to make both of them before he gets out of there. Um, so the, the Charlie's Angel gets loose in one direction. And she's she goes back to the museum. Yes, yeah, she goes back to the museum where she finds Woody dummified, right? Yep. And so she's looking at crazy, crazy dummy version of him. And then basically everything uh, comes to light. everything comes to light where you get uh, uh, Davy slash Slauson yep. doing the James Bond villain reveal where he basically turns his chair and he's like, ah, ha, 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 it's me. <laughs> and then he starts controlling all of the dummies that have guns. And this part's really cool, too. Just like that Custer or whatever that. Yeah, whoever it is, whoever was in the beginning that we saw with the. All, all these things are coming to life, like the Disney animatronic kind of things. And they're shooting guns left and right, and there's an Indian throwing axes, too. And uh, yeah, that's what ends up claiming our Becky. Yes, yeah, eventually, after she avoids all of the gunshots, uh, some some character throws a knife, hits her in the back of the no, head. No, it's an Indian, throws yep. an axe. Oh, oh, is that it? I thought it was a knife. Oh, it was. He throws an axe first, then he grabs a knife. But it was okay. the same, but it was neat, because it's that animatronic. Right. So somehow yeah, yeah, that yeah. animatronic was able to throw an axe, grab <laughs> another weapon, and also throw it. <clears throat> I mean, he's got mystical powers. Yeah. Um, and they feel good when I use they them. They feel good when he used them. <laughs> so uh, she's dead. Um, this Here's another part that was a little confusing mm-hmm. for me. Uh, now Molly is being... Car- Molly's like in a cold sweat. She's freaking the fuck yeah. out. Like she's all gross and sweaty. Yeah. And one of the dummies comes to life. I think that that was dude's wife. Is she? So. A ghost. Do you? Okay. I think that's the ghost of Slauson's wife trying to do the right thing. Okay. It Uh, only happens once. This is the problem is that if that is what's going on. She's a shitty ghost at doing the helping do the right thing. I wish that I wish that some other thing had happened. I wish that she had turned against him some other time. Yeah, where there was at least another moment where we had some idea. I I actually had to stop and rewind when that happened because I was like, oh, 
did I miss something? Who's this character? And it right. made me pause no, for a minute because all of a sudden she, this ghost just comes out or this other mannequin. Well, she was she was originally a mannequin. They show yep. her as they show her as one of those yep. automaton mannequin things, and then and then she person. morphs into a real person, mm-hmm. and she helps her. She gives her food or soup or water, water or, or something. something. Yeah, uh, and and then she comes. She turns back into a mannequin, mm-hmm. but we don't have any other behavior from her to indicate what she is or why that happened. Like for all we know, that was just Davy being a, like being as nice as he could or messing with them again. Could be. Or that's uh, maybe there was another subplot with, with, the wife ghost helping people or something like that, that. would they, they cut it to be honest that one i would have loved that Me I, too. I feel like that subplot is one of the things this was missing it could have really used and the edit, the movie's only 80 minutes <clears throat> so i mean it definitely could have yeah had some longer stuff that <laughs> yeah that's the Most uh, movies are at least 90 so it's well that's like, that's the uh, that's the full moon edit okay is the 80 minutes that's not the original no the one that i watched was 89 okay uh, and I think I think there's an even longer cut out there somewhere. Damn. Um, yeah, there. It's not. It didn't seem all that important. The okay. stuff that got cut out. Um, but yeah. What didn't I see? I don't know. <laughs> but the uh, yeah, damn it! I would have loved to have seen more done mm-hmm. with with the ghost character if that was a ghost character, yep. or at least like seeing the that all of the victims still lived inside the shells. That's another and thing that it could have been. It could have just been a random victim. They, they make it very... Exactly. Like, I, I would have loved the idea... I don't idea think it really looked like his wife. That he was, that he was imbibing the souls of those yep. people into these things and that they were living there. <clears throat> that wasn't really there. I would have loved to have seen when he was dancing with, the, with his wife or that woman or whoever it was yep. to see her not enjoying it. To yes. see her be like, ah, help me. Like, this sucks. Like, she's alive and she is doesn't want to be there because she was killed by him. But instead, she was like, oh, I'm so happy that I'm dancing with this creep. Mm-hmm. And that was a little, that was that was unfulfilling for me. So there could also be another whole, because at the end, when, when Slauson gets it, they stop. All yes. The, all, all, the, all the... So it's all psychic. So they're really, I don't... It's f- all psychic or they're all <laughs> souls that are trapped. And once oh, he shit. dies... <laughs> They're free. We don't, we don't need to live in mannequins anymore. Oh, that's a good point. Who knows? Yep. Uh, that's that's a really good point. Yeah, and so this ending is creepo. Oh, it's so great. So Jerry uh, does a really awful attempt to come save her because yes. he doesn't, like, sneak in. He just starts he banging starts on the door and yelling her name. Or to be like, fair, he doesn't have an actual brain, so. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, he starts, he starts banging on the door. And eventually breaking the door, and uh, Swasson's just watching this the whole time. He doesn't yep. care. He doesn't. He's well, just like, yeah. yep. And then, and so he breaks in the door, opens it up, comes on in finally, and uh, he convinces Molly to come over to him, and she does. And then Molly goes kill him. Molly is like Molly like blood fucking mm, thirsty. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Molly just gets super hungry for, for yeah. Jerry to kill this dude. So kill him. Kill him. Kill him. And Couple times, yeah, and then and then Slauson's just like uh, he can't, he can't, and he just walks over and takes pulls his, his arm, arm off, <laughs> and and all of a sudden twists his head and his head just pops off, and like, then he smashes it on the ground. Yeah, and it, and we find out that and Jerry was a living a living mannequin. Yeah, and you're just like what? <laughs> like I, <laughs> I mean, all of this, 
the the big question is has he always been able to make like there are a thousand mannequins in there that look like drugstore mannequins or mm-hmm. you know clothing store mannequins has he always been able to make lifelike mannequins that look literally exactly like a human being and the thing is he was never away from Jerry when Jerry was gone Jerry yeah. escaped he went after he spent his time killing Becky then went back to Molly yeah when the hell did he turn Jerry into mannequin when Jerry was gone right yeah but I'm saying like he oh. was but I'm saying Slauson was doing stuff the whole time Jerry was gone he was never out of the picture right Maybe. wasn't he at the museum when Becky got killed or was he not I can't recall now oh, that's a good question I don't know I mean sometime did I have in to there. watch this awesome movie again <laughs> it could have been any time I love doing these with you because I always think of other questions that I didn't yeah. think of when I was actually watching them that's really my memory's so rotten that it's just like yeah, absolutely. But then that, uh, yeah, that ending. So we, yeah, so so Jerry's a mannequin. Jerry's a mannequin. So so he rips off, he destroys the Jerry mannequin. Then he starts dancing with his wife, while Molly's just watching on the ground. And, and eventually she's... Molly's just like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna pick up this axe and kill you." Yep. And does and just drives an axe right into Slauson's <laughs> like, neck. It was really easy. It turns out. It turns yep. out that anybody who had just kind of. I don't know if they kind of had some follow through. Maybe yeah. this would have ended earlier. <laughs> it feels like maybe they could have gotten this over with. But she but it's kills. Cool. So, but it's so cool too when he's dancing with his wife. All the other mannequins are all singing and and they're all moving. Yeah. They're all moving and they're watching Molly shuffle around on the floor as she's crawling to get this axe while he's dancing. And then they try to warn him. Yes. Which is creepy as hell because it's like. His subconscious? Is he controlling them? Are these souls in the mannequin? He man- wants I've... to die? Why would they, if they are souls trapped in the mannequin, why would they warn, like, wouldn't they want this dude dead because he put them into a mannequin? Either way, I mean, if he's, if it turns out that he's psychic, then he's doing that. He's mm-hmm. causing them to... To cry, to warn him. Yeah, and he's choosing to ignore it. Yep. Choosing to die, possibly. Exactly. That that was my read on the ending. He's got nothing. He was like, "I'm I'm tired of this. This is I'm enjoying this last dance with my wife. Everything's stupid, Mm. and I'm tired of this nonsense." Yep. And he's like, "This would be a good place to end." But the mannequin's warning looks so great too. Jesus, all the jaws dropping. Yep. And the sounds they make are great. The music is so damn good in this. When it's, I mean, when it's not, when it's not Spike Jones. I like the Spike Jones parts too. But I'm saying, like, I feel like those are. When it's being rarely really, appropriate. Yeah. But I feel being, like some creepo really thought that this movie was funny as fuck, and that disturbs me. Mm. <laughs> because this movie, not funny. <laughs> okay, there were moments. Uh, I laughed <laughs> Say at a hello bunch, to my friend. Damn it, I laughed at a bunch of moments <laughs> yeah. in this movie. Oh, <laughs> well, me too. Uh, I mean, no matter what you do in a movie with ghost telepathic mannequins it's gonna be it's gonna be creepy it's gonna be some ridiculous parts too. yeah there's it's just gonna based it's on also that gonna one. be funny but yeah. yeah so she kills Slauson and and it's all the mannequins stop they're all like oh it just it's like a switch it's yep. done and then we get our Texas Chainsaw Massacre ending in mm-hmm. like their version where she's driving off with a truck full of all of her mannequin friends <laughs> in the car that was broken in the car that was broken so, so like, Yes. They yeah. Fix- well, here's another thing. The car just mysteriously breaks. Right. He did. He, he broke. Broke the yeah. car with his mental with his powers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. A hundred. So now that he's dead, the car starts. Again. Yeah. Like. 
Which is weird because they've been poking and prodding at it. You'd think that they would have broken yeah. it by now just by <laughs> fucking around with it. But, uh, but nope, it works. And she drives off with all of her mannequin pals. And that is the beginning of Mannequin 2 on the Move. That's how that movie <laughs> <laughs> This is a prequel to my, <laughs> my favorite in the Mannequin franchise. Oh, mannequin, mannequin and Mannequin 2 are great. <laughs> mannequin 2 is super weird. Mannequin 1... I don't. I don't know if I've ever actually seen two. I've got both, and I've. I know I've seen one. Mannequin Hollywood. Mannequin one was like a straight, you know, normal Steve Gutenberg mm-hmm. movie. But number two, like, no, nah. <laughs> that wasn't Gutenberg in it, was it? I don't think so. Yeah, some guy who looks like Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. <laughs> but like you know, one of those normal, boring '80s movies. And then part two, I remember being just bat crap crazy. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. I feel like there was some sort of medieval element to it. Yeah, like she was like a princess or something. I don't know. There's something insane about that movie. But I guarantee you it's part of the same universe. This is like an Avengers thing. Where <laughs> like, this is, <laughs> they the get recruited strap. into. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, what a great movie. Uh, you can buy it at the store. <laughs> you can buy it online. We have copies of it. Um, it is the full moon cut, so you are going to be missing some stuff, but not so much that you're going to cry. Mm-hmm. Um, it can also be viewed if you have your full moon subscription totally. uh, streaming service. Yeah. And if full moon decides to sponsor us, we'll talk more about that. Hi, Charles. Hi, hi Charles. <laughs> Whatever I said earlier that sounded mean. It wasn't. I like you. We love it when your characters keep calling out names for <laughs> Oh yeah. That's <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> I think it was never world. It was one of those. I've got it. That was it's the not worst. not funny anymore. Yeah, there was one of those <laughs> movies that Full Moon put out. I can't remember what it was, but it was so much of the movie. Like, just insane amounts of the movie was that. <laughs> Kathy, just, Kathy, Kathy, come on. It's not funny anymore, guys. I, I, just, I just love that trope in general, because, like, can, oh. you, can you imagine, can you remember, or, or have you ever gone somewhere where your friends just disappeared, and you're like, okay, Chuck, come on. No. No, never. it doesn't fucking happen. Your <laughs> friend will never hide on you for no reason. But believe me, I have done that in real life <laughs> a million times. Just when I can't see, so like if my wife is someplace, mm-hmm. I don't know where she is. Where? Hey, it's not funny anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. <laughs> yeah. but, but you don't think she's hiding. No, I... <laughs> she jumps out of the laundry chute. So, sometimes, booga, booga, booga. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Things oh, are, you trickster. Things are weird around here. <laughs> awesome. So, so that's Taurus Trap. That's Taurus Trap. Enjoy that. Um, yeah, man. Watch this movie. It's so good. All right, everybody. Pieces. See ya. Okay, we just fixed this. Wait, we're not going to, we can't go away yet. Nope. Oh my God. Okay, so. Bonus scene. So bonus scene. We got to get a sequel going to this movie. So she's, so the idea is that when he dies, you get, she gets the psychic power or psychic curse passed on. She can control the mannequins. She now. can make things move. And, and so, she's batshit crazy with all of her mannequin friends. So they go on a cross-country looting spree, going to department, department stores. stores. They set up the mannequins in there, or the mannequins run in, pretend mm-hmm. to be people, then turn into mannequins, yep. wait at night. Store closes. Store closes. They get up to shenanigans. <laughs> And then who knows what happens? Terrorists. You get like a diehard situation mm-hmm. where the mannequins are fighting German, oh, East shit. German terrorists. This is going to be blockbuster material. <laughs> Somebody get me. Taurus Trap 2. The Mannequin Factor. 
ah, this is going to be amazing. So there it is for you. Somebody make that movie or let me make that or movie. Or pay us to make this movie. Pay us to make that movie. Big money. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs>